intro again. Don't, don't, please don't. You really gonna do this? Yeah, him. It's our show. We do what we want. Oh my God, no! Not another freaking wrestling podcast. Yay! Like I said, I don't get people watching. So either you love me or you don't. I love you. I love you too. Welcome back to another episode. Let's try this again. Okay. Um. All right. No. 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 I, I got this. All right. Ready? Well, sorry. Look, I am back. I am in charge. The real podcast is over. Welcome back to another episode. Not another freaking wrestling podcast. I'm JD, and I'm in charge. And you're a fucking dick, and I'm Shane Daniels. Fuck. I guess the real podcast is over, guys. It was fun while it lasted. And I'm Will Diamond, and I'm not sure I'll ever truly get over the loss of the real podcast. And I'm the Clashy Carpet City promoter, T.Y. This show stinks. Huh. And I'm Jake, and I'm still the scourge of the local wrestling rookies all over the South. Well, um, fellas, I'm I'm back from vacation. Uh, I hope it was fucking horrible. Yeah. It, was a, it was a great two weeks. It's a great two weeks yeah it was a great two weeks funny guys we yeah it was magical i got to acknowledge my travel chief in cincinnati and we got to get new viewers because we're funny i'm not funny i mean that's it's really debatable all right all right the audience just kind of views you as a loser since you know you went out on your back in your retirement yeah <laughs> wow god damn you, you're so I'm just the guy the funniest on the show so I'm just the guy that keeps us on the rails and you guys are the ones that make us entertaining that would be the case I'm actually okay with that well what you're captain in the ship right even the guy that captain Titanic did hit an iceberg so uh, unless they were in a capsule I'm the cool guy on the Titanic that was running around shooting at Leonardo DiCaprio can I be the dudes, the repeller? Oh. Yes. <laughs> that guy rules. I think they use this. <laughs> that joke was also topical. <laughs> <laughs> it's too soon, guys. Too soon. You know what else is topical? Their remains. <laughs> oh, God. And that's our dad joke for today. Hey, everybody! Welcome oh, to God the show. I am up? your host, Richard Jenkins. I am glad to be here. Uh, hit the theme song, JD, whenever it comes time to record. It's going to be the You Don't Always Die from Tobacco song from the Truth Commercials. Hit it! Wait, You know, you? I had to deal with this the whole time you were gone, JD. Who's this guy? Every week. Every week. Yeah, I heard, but you know what? I got a, I got a nice magic tool. Is this another one of your wrestling fans, guys? Like, guys that like to watch? Daddy. Oh! Did you use the secret mouse tool? I, I, I found it. You uh, used it on me, so I had to try it out myself. That God damn it. What we could use later. <laughs> I can't use it anymore, guys. I'm not the captain of the ship. So last weekend, we had Forbidden Door. Hell yeah. That was Good. the very first God. 
AEW pay-per-view. And I feel like that's a lot of first reading. Yeah. Tony Khan got my $50. That shit was a uh, good-ass pay-per-view. Will, walk us through the uh, the highlights you want to talk about. The highlights, honestly, it was a really fucking good show. There was a lot. It, it even had a really weird but good pre-show, which was just the most eclectic. Like, you got Stu Grayson versus fucking Doki. That was a low-key-ass banger. And El Phantasmo getting to pop up. Always love to see him. But Yeah, you know that's my new favorite wrestler, y'all. And I feel like fuck y'all <laughs> for gatekeeping that motherfucker because that dude's fucking sick. He's been out there. I mean, yeah. You could have Googled it or YouTubed it. He's been in New Japan for several years. Yeah, who was gatekeeping him from you? Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Now we just watch main event. I didn't care about the rest of the card. And how long <laughs> have I been telling you to care about the rest of the card? Okay, you were fucking right. You're fine. I get it now. That <laughs> that feel like I am man enough to say when I'm wrong. Overall, solid show. Probably one of my favorite pay per views of the year. Obviously, Omega and Osprey 2 was fucking crazy. I think I liked the first one more, but that's because I'm biased and I want to see Will Osprey hurting and suffering. I really enjoyed that four-way for the uh, Intercontinental. That international championship. That four-way was probably my match at the the only thing I didn't like about that four-way is that Zacky should have won. Mm, no, only because Zach is on a path towards belt for belt with Samoa Joe. And you, you can't give Joe three belts. I mean, you can, but they won't. Give him all the belts. If anything, I think Daniel Garcia should have won that match. Really? Absolutely. Uh... I don't. I don't agree. I don't either. Garcia's not there yet. No, I think he's there for a mid card belt. But I also think they're gonna try and do Daniel Garcia taking the pure belt off of Shibata. He would have been good for the twenty four seven belt or the hardcore belt. Nineteen ninety nine. I'm sorry. No, I don't hate him for the pure belt. That's where I think he belongs in the pure division. I thought it was hilarious when he was dancing on the back of Keith Lee's back the other night. That shit was incredible. Not to mention the bit of him just getting his shit rocked by Shibata and Saber, and he just keeps fucking dancing. Yes. I wonder if he was crying in his soul when he was, when all that was happening. Yeah, because Shibata fucking lit his ass. Up. God damn, Shibata. Yeah. That first forearm he threw at him, holy Fuck. That's the kind of shit I like right there. They've done good with Shibata with how they've handled him in Ring of Honor and now these couple AEW shows. That's overall my match of the night. I feel like the most underrated match that is going to fly under a lot of people's radar was the women's world title match with Willow Nightingale and Tony Storm. That was a very fun, very 
just solid, entertaining match. I'm starting to see the vision for the outcast a little bit more. I think they clicked better out there, but they just having Soraya in there kind of fucking drags that shit down more than it helps Ruby or Tony. And then, of course, we had the weird-ass main event finish. So I feel like we also need to get out of the way because Danielson breaking his arm about 10 minutes in. Um, Yo. Yeah. I was not feeling that match. Well, did you feel his arm? Yes, I I did after that. I feel like uh, the arm breaking kind of fucked that match. Yeah. That's kind of where, what I was thinking. Fell in the match until he broke his arm until you guys had said something. I mean, you could tell it about the match. Although, with Danielson, that could always be really good selling, too. And that's what I thought it was. It, I thought he was just selling it because, like, the finish, it was very out of nowhere and it was creative, him having to work around his arm hurting. But. I don't know. Everything about it just felt very much like it was a part one. And I'm assuming they're definitely running that back. They're definitely going to run it back in the Tokyo Dome. Or next year. How long before Tokyo Dome? January. Oh, so he was playing Tommy Hilfort. Well, maybe. That's a full. No, that's enough time to heal. Well, with those casts that the. No shit, those newer casts that they have, like the one Cody had. Is it speeds up your healing time too? Oh, really? so those are legitimate. Like that's a legitimate thing. Cody's kayfabe cast. Yeah, it's actual. Ridiculous. It's actually made of all that shit that they were saying. Well, what's her face? Chelsea Green was wrestling with in a cast for a good minute. Yeah, I remember that. But I don't know. It was. I'm excited to see them do it again later down the road, and I'm curious if that's going to fuck up Blood and Guts' plans, because they announced that on the next Dynamite. But... Ugh. Well, they could, they could always get somebody to fill in. Yeah. Well, because I'm assuming it'll it would be five-on-five five of... Elite and Eddie versus Blackpool Combat Club and Sakeshta, but they could always just fly in Shota Umino. Which also, his during his little entrance with Blackpool Combat Club, it was so fucking precious seeing him still being a babyface and fist bumping everyone in the crowd, and then Mox starts yelling at him to stop. <laughs> but how about fucking Takeshita murdering Ishii? Yeah, that that fucking form looked fucking crazy. My God, so let's like, talk about one thing from the show. I, I really stands that me stood out to me. The tire driver. Yes. Who agreed? Who here agreed with that maneuver happening at all? Me, one hundred percent. All right, we have one. Anybody else? No, not my body, but yeah, they can do whatever they want. Exactly. Okay, so, like I, I see that, I agree with that, but also that just encourages younger wrestlers to keep trying shit like that, and wrestlers who might not 
had if the there chance. was anybody that I fucking trusted to fucking give me a tiger driver like that, it would be Will Osprey. Yeah. That's just good. But also, like, I don't think it is necessarily going to inspire anyone any more or less. Like, they're going to do it if Hananoa exists. Man, it's just, look, like, AEW is already a much more dangerous brand of wrestling. And seeing shit like that just scares the fuck out of me. Especially when you got, like, DDT on the fucking exposed fucking turnbuckle, didn't? Like, Yeah, that shit looked fucking That insane. probably hurt worse than the fucking Tiger Driver. That's fair. Also, I hate it, but it looked like Kenny managed to position himself pretty well, so his shoulder was eating a lot of that initial impact. Yeah. But, nah, fuck it. Tiger Driver 91 is sick. And if anyone's I, gonna do it, it could they can get away with that, because they've built up one of the biggest matches of the year. I'd just rather only see that in video games. No. Well, I mean, you're gonna do a cross-promotion show with Japanese promotion, fucking... Someone's gotta have to neck bump. Exactly. Them's the rules. We and there was not a lot of neck bumping outside uh, of let, that match. Let's go around the table. What would y'all rate this out of five stars? I would give it four. 4.75 Solid 3 Of course This was the Probably the only other pay-per-view this year That's been on that level Was Wrestle Kingdom I'm gonna go with a I'm gonna go with a 4.5 So the guy who Watched his first one gets to um, I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a four point seven five as well, because that pre-show was fucking awesome. AW always ends up having a really good pre-show. I really enjoyed the Embassy and El Desperado and Chaos. That was a fun match. Loved it. Um, El Fantasmo, my new favorite wrestler. I learned, I, I mean, yeah, we'll go. It was a lot of really good matches, and there wasn't any that I would say were bad. I even enjoyed the Elite versus Blackpool Combat Club. That was a fun match. Takeshita looked like a fucking star. Eddie was the main character of the storyline now, as he should be. Like, and I'm not like a huge Young Bucks fan at all, but that was a fun ass match. Like the moment when Eddie and Mox got in the ring together, and everybody stopped to watch. There's been moments like that. I mean, hell. We've done it in, in, on shows before, too. We're like, oh, these two are about to fucking beat the shit out of each other. Let's watch it real quick. 
and you could just feel the emotion in that in that room. So yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I also loved at the end. First of all, Ishii getting the win. Fuck yes. Fuck that nerd Wheeler Yuta. Yeah. But I love that even after they have won and beaten the Blackpool Combat Club, Eddie is still like, I fucking hate y'all. What's up, Ishii? I love you. <laughs> well, then we have money in the bank yesterday. Man, that was a weird fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was really fucking weird. And that was, it, there was moments where it felt like watching an episode of just TV, but then there was weird moments where it felt like a pay-per-view from 15 years ago. Like, the whole, I, I'm glad we did not do the uh, Pickums because we all would have been fucked. Yeah. Like Damien Priest. Who the hell would have picked that? I was. No, I saw so many. No, you would have picked no contest. Yeah, come on, Tyler. I'm just glad, you know, I don't think he's a good choice because I don't think he's world champion level but I don't know who's going to say he's going to be successful cashing that in though they haven't had a successful cash in in five years but Miz Miz how long was Miz yeah but Miz also had an unsuccessful cash in with it and then they just bullshitted it back to him Theory didn't have a successful cash-in. No, they need to... I think they need to follow through and actually have Damien win his cash-in for it. But... I don't because know. also, too, uh, one of the stats... I don't know if you watched that part, but one of the stats is every woman who's ever won has... It's 100% cash-in. I think this will be the fucking year... There's Dude, some... if they fuck over EO, I'll be so pissed. I will be so upset if EO does not win her cash in. I think she's not going to win her cash in because of Bailey. I'll be so fucking pissed. Uh, somebody be sleeping with the fishes if that happens. Bailey. Bailey. Yes. I love Bailey. No, not Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't EO Shirai. But Bailey, though. She, she's Bailey. Nobody is. You know, I just wish to get rid of this gimmick. Like, it, it's it's run its course. We can move on now. Because it almost like they get out of out of obligation because it's a thing, and everyone loves the match itself. But they're just like, eh. But I don't know. I think give it to Damien for a little bit, and then have Finn turn on him and take it. I genuinely thought Finn was going to win it last night or yesterday. No, as soon as Damien won it, that was when it was guaranteed. Like, nope. See, that's why I thought he would. Just to just to build the tension. That's 
But yeah, we also had new women's tag champs. How about that fucking... Why? Can anybody tell me why? That seems to be the question with the fucking women's tag belts nowadays, doesn't it? Why? I mean, I don't care about the new tag champs part because fuck Ronda, but like, why did... Yeah, I beat the shit out of her. Also, fuck Ronda. I, I was happy about it, but still, why? It it was just very weird because they had just now started rolling with that whole Ronda and Shayna tag team. I thought they would. I didn't think they would get like Y two AJ treatment. Um, I was gonna. I was about to say that. Good call. Yeah, it was definitely fucking weird like why do we get rid of the fucking NXT tag championships for this yep it's a really weird angle and like I don't know you had this whole thing where Ronda like lobbied for her and Shayna to work together and then it lasted for like what a month yeah um yeah I guess the less said about that, the better. Uh, Liv Morgan looked good. She looks better every time she gets in the ring. Hell, Gonzalez looks fucking worse every time she gets in the ring. What the hell is she doing? Are you looking yes. at her? She's, she's still doing that creepy-ass look back. That's all she does now is just flex, and it's like, dude, I know you can do something. Do it. She's doing it. She's asking how you're doing back there. While sweet baby Lib fucking does all the work. All the work. Um How about the Drew McIntyre return last night? That was a fucking dope ass match and they shouted out Progress Wrestling and the Atlas Championship. Yeah, I didn't ex- I didn't see that coming. They also shouted out fucking uh Amazing Red. Yeah, they did. Thank you for recognizing other wrestlers and wrestling companies. Triple H. Yeah, it's amazing. The Fed just realized wrestling exists exists outside their walls. But overall, banger fucking match with Riddle and Walter. Drew coming back. I really hope they don't give it to Drew. Yeah, he needs to go straight. He needs to go to Seth after. He needs to break the honkometer. I think he's the bright the Hawkabeater. Is Honky still alive? Unfortunately. Yeah, he is. So, will he have broken the record by next Mania? Uh, yeah. He's already passed 365. The record's like 434. Is he yeah. past 365 now? Yeah, he passed one year just like the other day. He posted an Instagram photo about it. Uh, well, he needs to wrestle Honky for his final defense before he breaks the record. Oh, thank God. And then Honky buries the shit out of him. On you, on you shoots. <laughs> I just want to see Walter just, like, eat him. Just picks him up. That's what he would do. Good. I'd love it. I tell you, that man's unstoppable in 2K23 on legendary mode. Walter? Yes, Doctor. He beat the fuck. He even beat Roman. God damn. What? Roman's not united. Fucking 
Gunter's only like a fucking 81 or some shit. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. He's like the greatest wrestler today. No, that's Cody Fluffman. Shut your mouth, Will. But how did y'all feel about part two of Rollins versus Balor for a new world title? Nobody got hurt, did they? No. That was the best wrestling match on the card. I agree, I agree with that. Yeah. I don't know. Money uh, but the that's not Zigmates because there weren't many. Men's Money in the Bank was probably my favorite only because it was very messy. And Now, um, fucking uh, Spanish Fly Ricochet did to fucking Logan Paul. Oh, fucking great. Salute to him. He bashed his head in. <laughs> yeah, he fucking did. Good. Good man, Ricochet. Good man. Do it again. Are you $10, Ricochet? No, did you see it, Jake? Yeah, he fucking bashed his head in. I hope he has a good T-shirt out because I'm gonna have to buy buy one for him. My dog Oreo agrees too. I have to drive up to Paducah and just shake his hand. I have to take a Paducah first, then I'll do it. <laughs> That's dad joke number two, everyone. Then we had our fucking. Stupid ass main event. That shit was terrible. You ain't lying. What? What? The Civil War was so goddamn bad. Y'all hated that. That was horrible. I didn't like it. Explain. How could you like nepotism? Civil War. Jesus. No, it's especially if that's what I know they are capable of doing. Much better than that. What the fuck was that community uh, I mean, bullshit? You talked about before part one. That was definitely a part one. See, but there's no need for a part two. Yeah, there is. I, I don't think so. Yeah. Hell. The Usos versus Roman and Solo is such a filler build match that why do we need double filler? You know it's going to happen, though. Because it's WWE, and that's what they do. Yeah, because they got a hard on for wrestling families. Edge against Finn Balor in the uh, in their career. How many times did they run that back? Yeah, but that's at least a what was supposed to be a big ass feud and made sense. No, it didn't. Edge won every single match. No, it didn't. No, that one I'll agree with. Will? Oh, oh, I mean... I don't know. Okay. So, y'all like the <laughs> double war? I liked it. I did. Of course you two liked it. It was good storytelling for me. The throwback to when uh, Jay and Roman's first match when he fucking kicked out and low blows him and then Jay did it to Roman this time. That was great. Storytelling was off the charts of that match. SummerSlam. SummerSlam's coming up. So it's going to be Jay and Roman? Is that what we're going with? Probably. Probably. That would make the most sense. I mean, it's not like SmackDown has tag belts right now. No. Damien cashes in? No. 
No. Damien's going to be no, there you take go. it off Seth. Yeah. Like, now that Damien's got it, I think Seth's got a month cop. Dude, watch, da- watch Damien catch that shit in like, like NXT. I still think Cody's taking the belt from Roman. That was real talk, yeah, I, I do too. Yeah. No, there's no way they're going to give Jay Uso a world title. They what is them- this, TNA? They can give him that too. That Rawls is carrying it. But, no, it's you know, going to be Damien. If Damien cashed in on uh, Seth, beat Seth, and then fucking Judgment Day just Randy Orton's the shit out of him. The Evolution gimmick. I'm assuming Damien's going to end up getting Randy Orton's out of this. Yeah, it's kind of the way it looks like it's going after last night, or yesterday. I keep saying last night. It's a good match, though. I mean, if you're if you're a storytelling wrestler, it was a good match. If you're all about the in ring content, you probably didn't like it. I just thought that other than the finish with Roman getting pinned, there was they've already done all this shit more than once. You think Roman had the flu or a stomach bug, and it was so sloppy, like like you were saying? No, that's the only reason he got pinned is because he was too busy just shitting himself. Yeah. But, I don't know. I also don't know how I feel about Roman's eating his first pin in a tag match. I think it makes more sense to have it happen in a tag match than it does happen in a championship defense. Because then you can tell the story of him, like, losing it over having been pinned while he's still champion. We build more story around that. Gives you another category, so to say, on story building. I just don't know how I feel about it. I don't think that was the right call for the main event. So you just sit there and let him have an existential crisis for the next six months before he fucking wrestles another match, and then he drops the belt in that one too, so he can have a two-match losing streak. We love a two-match losing streak. You gotta have two match looting streaks. Alright, fellas, uh let's talk a little bit about some local shit because Will apparently was at a ICW last night. Jake was at a RCW on Friday night. Yep. And uh and then C one last night. So we got a lot of local stuff to cover. Uh Jake, let's start off with you. We'll talk about Friday night after you bailed from my party. So you mentioned yeah. Curse of being a fucking champion, right? Uh, show was pretty good, top to bottom, all the way through. Uh, but fucking me, I can't remember anything that happened on this. Yeah, but it was so good. Like, crowd was up all fucking night. I asked for and got to wrestle um this kid, Damian Bradshaw, is like his like second or third ever match. Any ever? No. Huh? Any relation to JBL? None. Because they actually did well. What about uh, uh what about Pittsburgh's legendary quarterback uh, Terry Bradshaw? Also, no, because he actually lost the championship. Bradshaw never lost one. Okay. Um, no, he, like he did good for it being like his second, third match ever. Like he, he trained under Brandon Collins, so it's good hand to have. The, yeah, the kid's gonna be shitting excellence in a few years. Like, uh. And I did see one last night. There was, I believe, the official total head count was 133. 
Yes, that would be right. And goddamn, the fuck me, McDonald's not dead. No, they that's yeah. one fucking draws. Whatever's in the water there, they need to keep feeding the folks over there because they're doing a hell of a job for a weekly show. Yeah, every week they're in triple digits, and look, that's awesome. Friend of the podcast, Charles Stanley, Aiden Ryan, whichever you want to call him, can put together a pretty good car. Yeah. That's not Jeremy. There was a match before mine because I was in the main. There was a match before mine. And I looked at him, I was like, there's 130 people here? He goes, yeah. And I was like, it don't fucking sound like it. It's like, it was loud. Like, there were some people made their entrances, the crowd reactions were drowning the music out. Dude, the good, fantastic problem. The fans at C1W are incredible. They're loud. It's awesome. Um, No, in that case, you got to crank up the music even louder. You have to beat the fans into submission. (laughs) Um, it was, uh, <laughs> I was kind of worried going in because I was like, I've never been here before. They're not going to give a fuck about me. Like, who's this Jamoke in the fucking main event? You know, we don't know him. And Charles told me beforehand that, like, several fans had actually asked him when they were going to bring me in. And I was like, oh, so here I am wrestling their champion in the main event. So that was cool. We got streamers after the match. That's all they I never got post-match streamers, but I, I got post-match streamers. But you lost? I did. Dork. You should have paid attention to Will's training. I, yeah, you yeah. should have paid more attention. I did not train you to be like this. I trained champ champs. Mm, well, he pulled the tides. That's what like I should have been ready for. Well, if I had him with the fucking bell hammer, it would have been over. Bellhammers are fucking cool as hell. There's already precedence that. Yeah, no. You taught me about the, the magic of the fucking Bellhammer, and I swung a little high. He threw a changeup. I missed it. <laughs> they rolled me up. He rolled me up. He fucking tights, and I lost. Sorry. Sounds like you suck. I just sounds like a bad guy. You know, one belt. And I'm still one half of the, uh, what the hell was Chip shows, uh, the EW, I'm still one half of the UWA Tag Team Champions, I still got the belt right over here. What show are you talking about? Which one? Well, I don't know what show you're referring to. EWA? Chip's old show, Chattanooga, you were the fucking champion, you were the last yeah. champion, hey. silly bastard. That's, that's never heard of it. That's CTE, ain't it? <laughs> Boy, Dragon kicked way fucking harder than I thought he did. <laughs> he kicked like two years out of your fucking memory. Nah, he all <laughs> remembers working for big time promoters like Murder One. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, you went to ICW, right? I did. I went to both nights, and this was probably their best outing down here in the world famous TWE Arena. It was a really fucking good weekend. A lot of TWE talent getting the show out. Sean Campbell and Hardway Heater having matches on both nights. Adam Priest wrestling Murdoch on night one. Tank on both nights. Tank winning on both nights, too. Hell yeah. Peyton Blair getting scalped by Mickey Knuckles accidentally. Wait, what? Yeah. What happened? 
I'm sorry, did I stutter? I mean, I want to know about the accidentally part. So, we'll go ahead and start with that match, because that was very much a high point for night one. So, last go around down here. The the twins were supposed to have a match, and Peyton got fucked out of being in the match, and her sister just gets battered by Danny DeMonto. Now, it's her turn to get battered, and this time it's by Mickey Knuckles. And they're doing a bit where they're fighting around with a power drill and they're drilling each other in the head like like you normally do you know sim- simple chain wrestling but uh unfortunately some hair got caught up in the drill and whenever they were drilling it completely yanked out a decent chunk of Peyton's scalp oh my god and this was like four minutes in I'm eating my pizza right now. Because mind you, this is power drill spots. This is just typical like warm-up chain wrestling in a match. Yeah. Mm. And so she she was a trooper, went on at least 10 more minutes, was getting fucking battered by a door that would not break. Ow. But overall, solid outing. Mickey Knuckles beat the fuck out of her and then beat her to go into night two's match with Tank. And they announced that next time they come down here, they're going to run the Rejects, Murdoch and Bentley versus the Twins. Which that'll, that'll be interesting. Okay. Near and dear friend of the podcast, Tank, had a really fucking stupid ass match with Dr. Redacted, who is my new favorite wrestler. He is... So dumb. You've had a lot of your favorite wrestlers lately. Yeah, but this one is like, what if... So you know how... Jake, you'll know what I'm talking about. You know how in Fire Pro, whenever you can... You make a creator wrestler, but you can just model it after someone you already have? Yeah, sure. So he is that but Sabu, and he took out any small moves. So it's only moves that do maximum damage in all high spots. It's nuts. Without the added caveat of beefing it nine times out of ten? No, because it's like, he kind of still will eat shit on it. But it's not like, (laughs) it's not like Sabu where he'll do it on purpose. He just does it because he's too fast. Ah. Overall highlight of the night to me had to have been... Sean Campbell and the returning Brett Ison. Ah, uh, tell us about this. Dude, Brett was beating the shit out of Sean. Holy fuck! Absolutely decimating that poor boy. And Sean started to actually fire back. Was doing shenanigany bullshit like Sean do, and managed to actually get the roll up win. Oh, really? Yes, big fucking win for Sean. His first win in an ICW ring. I know we're Brett Ison. That's that's huge. That's pretty fucking big considering Brett hasn't wrestled in there in like it's got to be around a year now. We also almost burned down the building because there was an open flame on the cage that started to get a little tall. 
But yeah, because Adam's new ICW signature spot, good old Global Force Wrestling's very own Adam Priest, has a brand with his initials that he'll light on fire, then he'll bop you on the forehead with it. Ow. Is fucking dope. Because he he did a lot of goofy shit for his rematch with John Wayne Murdoch. With Murdoch getting the win, but we also had a fun surprise return for the TWE arena. Cruel. Who we already knew was going to be wrestling for night two, but he came R.I.P. RCW's cage. Y'all shit fuck. Because Cruel absolutely demolished those walls. He was running at that literally as fast as he could each side. I can hear Gazway right now, like, shitting his pants and screaming. Oh, he already was. I believe it. I think about it Friday. Yeah, I believe it. It was, as soon as Cruel started hitting it, I just immediately messaged you, and I was just like, y'all ain't getting your cage back. <laughs> Because it was, already it was taking a beating, but it was still salvageable. Like, yeah, you would have had to, like, press in the middles just a little bit to make them more flat, but it would have been doable. No, Cruel said, fuck that. Fuck RCW. Ah. But night two, we'll go ahead and start with what I know you're dying to hear about. Jaden Newman nearly fucking blowing his head off took a gnarly ass powerbomb outside the ring, got way overshot, and completely cleared, the whole upper half of his body cleared the glass pane and door. Oh shit. And he went fucking crashing headfirst right up against the wall there. It looked horrible. But I mean, kudos to the kid. He told me he was going to get CZW as fuck with it, and he got CZW as fuck. That sounds about like Jaden. It was a fun fucking match. And then Tank and Mickey Knuckles, which was my match of the night for night one, or night two. Night two was a really fun show that suffered from every match is the main event. So once you actually get to the main event, we're spent. That's unfortunate. But Tank was having a good old fucking time with Nikki. What'd they do? Stabbed each other in the crotch a bunch. Bar brawl. Gusset. Did the whole typical Tank laps, a couple laps around the ring. Had a fucking peak Tank moment of they're setting up for the little bar brawl spot outside. And Mickey's talking all this shit and like exposition, exposition, exposition. And all Tank has to say is, shut up, bitch. (laughs) And it was so like, it was so fucking goofy. But it was a lot of fun. And Tank has now become the god of shopping carts. This is now two weekends in a row that he's suplexed someone into a shopping cart. He needs to keep it going. Ow. Well, at least he didn't throw a bock at her. I wish he would have. No. Fuck Dump Sanders. Yeah. 
<laughs> we also had our very fun surprise rematch back to last weekend of Sean Campbell and MN3. Man. I told I told that child at the end of night one, I said, you shouldn't have gone that crazy because you know you're going to get a phone call tomorrow being like, hey, you want to work another match? And sure enough, as soon as he walked in the building, hey, you want to work another match? <laughs> but went fucking crazy with it. That boy was beating the fuck up by the end of that. Oh. But overall, it was really solid shows top to bottom. The main events were a little underwhelming. Night 1's was a good main event. Night 2's was very underwhelming. You think because everybody was so blown up and just seen so much? Yeah, because it was... It wasn't even a bad match. I think it was just by the end of that weekend, everyone was drained so much. But overall, it's fucking great. Also, we got Max the Impaler in the TWE arena. Fuck yeah. Shit. They were incredible. They tagged with Cruel against the Kirks and then halfway through stopped being friends and started just beating the shit out of each other. That's fun. It was... A lot of good fun. Cruel ended up getting pinned by the Kirk. And I conjured a Cruel promo into existence because I said, it'd be so fucking funny if he winds up like Prince Puma from Lucha Underground and whenever he does speak, he just sounds like a dork. And then he kind of did exactly that. <laughs> because he was trying to do this like growly voice and it was so silly yeah you can uh check cruel out uh on ram ranch wrestling by the way just so you know boa uh, love some cruel cruel also got tased again the taser came back why they be tasing my man why they be tasing at all why not tasers suck no tasers are hardcore brother I, I I won't I won't get a taste. But yeah, overall crazy weekend. It's the whole weekend was really surreal to me that the opening match of the whole weekend was the special guest referee was a four time Stanley Cup winner and he just chilling down here. Darren fucking Cardi. Loves such he is such a sweetheart, such a nice dude. Yeah, well, he wasn't on the house back in the times of the uh, Detroit, Michigan. And I hate the Red Wings. But I love Darren McCarty. Such a nice dude. Um, before we get to Will's favorite segment of the week, uh, real quick, I'll, uh, I went to Cincinnati over uh, the vacation and got to see Roman Reigns at his rare live house show. He's long. Got to see, got to see Don and Mysterio fuck over Rey Mysterio in the, the championship match. That match was way better than it had any sense being. They went like 25 freaking minutes. Um, live show was fantastic. And they had an intermission, which I didn't expect. I guess that's not just a local wrestling thing. I honestly yeah, thought that was easily do house shows have intermission. Yeah, I did not expect that. 
I thought that was just a southeast thing because they know all their fans are heavy smokers. Ah. <laughs> uh, I think so, getting it, brother. But yeah, that was a, it was a lot of fun. I'm I'm honestly just really glad to be home. Also, Fallout Boy and Alkaline Trio are fucking great. And you went to Wrigleyville too. I went to Wrigley, dude. I went to Wrigley. That was so cool. I was staying like a quarter mile from Wrigley. It was awesome. Will, watch you uh, kick off your favorite segment. I'm uh, gonna leave all the silence in there while you chew. <laughs> Ladies, <laughs> it's time for MVPs of the week. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Will Diamond, the host of MVPs of the Week, coming at you strong with our first edition. MVP number one has to be bittersweet scum Sean Campbell showing the fuck out both nights once again on ICW. Absolutely killing it. And MVP number two, I gotta give it to Daniel Garcia. Wow. Okay. Boy was okay. dancing his ass off, getting his ass beat. Looked fucking great. Weird. Alright. Well, Shane, who's your MVP of the week? Um, man, El, El, El Fantasmo, my favorite wrestler. That's who my MVP of the week is. Yeah, the the wrestler that we've been purposefully hiding and gatekeeping from you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It has been an active effort on our part. Well, so funny you say it. that, though, because, like, of all Japanese fucking wrestlers active over there right now, he's the last dude I would gatekeep from anyone. If you want to like him, dude, by all means. Yeah, Jake fucking can't stand El Phantasmo. Don't like him. Man, he, he doesn't know what talent is. I guess. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I jagged with you for how many years? Uh, a long time. <laughs> All right. Watch your mouth. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I set up a not safe for wrestling civil war. Keep going. Mm, I'll side with Jake. You can. But anyways, who's the next? I don't know. I thought you would say more about El Phantasmo. Tyler, who's your MVP of the week? Oh, I'm torn. No, you're Tyler. (laughs) That's T-Y-D-U, scum. Damn. Scum? Scum? Scum. Damn. You do the Doc Tom voice? I'm trying to... I think I'm going to give it to uh, Brian Danielson just for the fact that he broke his arm and tried to soldier his way through that match with Okada. Um, I'm like, my arm broke right then and there. I I would take the pitfall if I had to go under, but I would do it like five seconds immediately after the break. And he got it, and he tried to get in, what, 10... 12 minutes after that, maybe longer. 
So it's kudos to him. It's like that's MVP caliber in my book. But also Gunther won his won his match. So and he's the he's the greatest in the world today. But today today my MVP is Brian Danielson. Yake. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and give it to I got I got a couple. Um three technically. Um I'm gonna give it to Damian Bradshaw down at RCW. Sold him through sort of gave me a pretty decent match. Was proud of him. Still lost, but good enough able to carry you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and uh then there's uh, the kid that I wrestled last night at C one. Uh, AMJ, that kid's gonna be something sometime. And if he had not moved out of the way that bell hammer shot, I'd be the C1 champion right now. You know, I'm not good at wow. hitting off speed pitches. Fair God. They always give me trouble. I'm not good at hitting off speed. Um, and the third is I'm none of you guys are gonna know she is, but a friend of mine in Germany had her very, very first match ever over the weekend. Um, Lynn the Fox Loxley training under um fun boy Alex Wright. That's what's up. Um, I'd been talking to her for the couple months going in before she had the match and trying to keep her at ease about her like agency. You'll be fine, you'll be great. If you, they're trusting you not to have this fucking match, you're good. Go out and just do your thing. Don't don't worry. Everything will be fine. And she went out and had a pretty good little match. She showed it to me. So And I told her I'd mention her on the show. Congratulations. First. That's awesome. My turn, I guess. All right. Yeah, going last. Uh, my MVP, I got four this week. It's you guys. Oh, you guys. So you just had. You guys had to held it up. down. You no, know, you guys held it down over the last month. Did a fantastic job producing content, and I'm very proud of you. And I'm thankful to have you guys on my team. Jake's the only one, or Tyler may have, Shane and I didn't wrestle. That don't count. <laughs> no, uh, thank you guys for holding it down over the last month. You guys did an awesome job. Yeah, it was... Rest uh, in peace. Rest in peace the real podcast. Yeah. That was a challenge. I watched, yeah, fucking wrestling. <laughs> See my life now. It ended up turning Shane into an AEW fan now. Oh, uh, yeah. There's positives in that. I think illegal clubs has turned Shane into an AEW fan. <laughs> what <are they> those, <laughs> are, those are legal now. Not no, illegal. All right. Yeah, everybody, I, I bought tickets to AEW in Lexington for collision for my son's birthday. Yeah. How the hell? What about state for that, too? Yeah. I'm going to set you back a couple bucks. Uh, we got floor seats for the same price that I pay for crappy WWE tickets and their seats. I got floor seats at AEW. Yeah, the, the pricing for AEW shows is always really fucking good. My floor seats were 68 bucks a piece. It'll be like a couple hundred to get front row versus like a couple hundred at Raw will get you the upper bowl. Uh no. No, I went to Raw in Greensboro, dude. We had like 
great seats for like 40 bucks. We went on the floor, don't get me wrong, but still really good seats for 40 bucks. Well, see, and that's a, also a plus for like at Nice or uh, Neelum Stadium, there's not a bad seat in that stadium. No, that's true. Like you can sit anywhere and have it, you can know what's going on. So, when's the Kentucky show? Uh, August 19th. Okay. So, make sure to jump the barricade so I can see you. Go, uh, I was wearing you have to like seven rows back. Uh, yeah, but do you think Punk could stop you? Well, if you do, I do stop him. I don't think Punk could stop you. If you do, I know who else could. Would I not take for wrestling shirt if you do it? Maybe it is. I'm not going to. You're the one that's got us on the front. Oh, hey. Be sure if you're on camera's side, get not another freaking wrestling podcast side. Make sure camera's looking right at that. All the time. You, I'm behind the announce table, so it should be fun. You should sit at the announcer table. You can, they can see it better. Hmm. Yeah, you can, you could take Excalibur easy. Oh, yeah, what a dork. You could, yeah. All right, all right, all right. We're off track at the end of the episode. <laughs> we were doing so good. Yeah, we're trying to establish who on the AEW roster Shane can and cannot take. He can't take... That'll be... That's an entire episode we could do later. I like that. Shane versus AEW. <laughs> Thank you once again, everybody, for listening to another freaking rest of the podcast. We'll be back in your feeds later this week with a TED Talk from the gang while I was out. Follow the socials, share the podcast, give us a like, subscribe. We'll show up in your feeds a little sooner. Uh, and Jake, well, they need to. Bring change to fight. Break something. Wait. <laughs>